Let's continue with the Rambam, which we started already last week. The Ram says a strong lotion. Someone who has more merits than demerits, he dies right away. So to a city, so to the world. The Ram continues this shikol, this weighing of good and bad, is not according to the numbers, but according to their size. Or greatness, I would say. There is a yeshchus One mitzvah could be against, could weigh out many averus, and many one aver could could weigh out many mitzvahs. And the ain't shoykel el b'dayta shall kal deus v'hu hayadeich erchan atzchus kenevenis. The only person that can make this judgment is the rebbeinu So there's two discussions over here. First of all, everyone thought when I said if you have more averus that you have mitzvahs, you die. So obviously the question is we asked last week, what do you mean? There are many Rishayim that we know there are many, many Averis and still going strong. Look at Trump. Okay. Um, so anyway, so the why, why, what does Ram mean when he says this? Another discussion here, and this is partly part one of the answers to it, so I'm going to go to the discussion first, is what does it mean that you have more Averis than Mitzvahs? So Ramre said on, in Al Aleph, you have more aver- Mitzvahs than Averis, you're tzad, right? And th- this judgment can only be by, done by Rebbe Rishon. I mean, this is a very important thing to remember and understand, that every person only gets judged by what the Rebbe wants from him. As we said, one person can learn eight hours a day and be considered a bum, and one learned considered eight hours a day and considered a massive tzaddik. Why? Because one person was sitting, grew up in Bnei Brak and never saw anything else in his life besides the Gemara and never ate a piece of pizza. And his shakua and teira And then he decides to, 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 to do something else. So the Mershim says, you shouldn't be doing that. But if someone grew up learning an hour a day or not learning much or with not a great upbringing, and angry at everything in Yiddishkeit, and then working against that to fix that, and then coming to learn eight hours, or one hour, or ten minutes, or whatever it is, and you're growing in that area, so that's what counts. The judgment is always for yourself. It's not always, not only about learning, it's about what the Rebbe wants from you is also on yourself. For one person, he's supposed to put his effort more into Torah. For a different person... His effort supposed to be more in Avodah. For a different person, it's more Chesed. How do you figure that out? That's up to you. You have to figure out what the Berenshim wants in you. It's not an easy thing to do. But people are drawn to different parts of Avodah. You should have a Chelek in all of them. <laughs> you should definitely have a part in all three. And if you're lucky enough, and if the Berenshim placed you with the ability to learn a long time, so then that in, it theoretically would be the highest way to go. But not everyone has that opportunity and has that 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 realm world to live in, right? Everybody here, there are things that you want, right? I want to be smarter. I want to remember more, right? Whatever it is, right? I want to be faster, right? Nathan wishes you could have a jump shot like me, right? It, a lot of things are like that. Every night he, he goes to sleep, think about it. It's just things that people have and people don't have, right? So, 
it's very important to understand that everyone has where the Hashem put you and what He wants in you. And everyone has, it's nothing, if I don't remember well, so that means the Hashem doesn't want to remember well. Right? Everyone, there's always somebody smarter than somebody else. Right? You know, there's a question sometimes asked, you know, uh, you know, a woman asks, it's not, a woman can ask, it's not fear. I want more mitzvahs. There's a, a question, again, I know sometimes this answer won't, you know, the, the, the real answer to that question is the same way for Yisrael saying, it's not fair, I want to be a kohen. Or someone with average intelligence saying, I want to be very smart. Or someone very smart saying, I want to be even smarter. What do you mean, not fear? Wherever the Rishon put you and gave you those skills, that is what the, that is your mission in life. If you're not a kohen, so your mission is life, to not be a kohen. If you are a kohen, your mission is life to be a kohen. If you're a man, your mission is life to do what a man's supposed to do. If you're a woman, your mission in life is to do what a woman's supposed to do. And these are easy things to say, not hard. Again, we all struggle with that. I wish this, I wish I had that, I wish I had this, right? No one here doesn't have, don't tell me anyone here doesn't have a list of things that they wish, right? But you're supposed to work on that list. Again, certain things you can work towards, and if it's within your ability to achieve, then you should continue working on it if it's a good thing. But if not, then you should try to work on yourself and say, this is what the Berishim wants of me, right? If you're too loud, right? If, if Let's say you're a very quiet person. You're an introvert, right? Is that bad or good? It's neither one. Now, sometimes extroverts get more attention, right? But it's neither one. It's the way the Berishim made you. And if you're a healthy person, so then that's what that's the Berishim wants of you. Doesn't you know? It's not. It's always um. So so this shikol is about, and that's this is how you have to judge yourself too. Don't judge yourself ever comparing to somebody else. I wish I was a Chaim Kanievsky. That's really not a. That's the same thing like a Levi saying, "I wish I was a kite." There's a famous story of uh, I don't know. I forgot who it was. Was asked if you could be. Moshe Benu, would you be him? And he answered, no. The Barishim already has a Moshe Benu. Barishim made me to be me. Meaning, if I'm not all the things that, you know, great, I'm not Rehengevsky, it's because Barishim give, give me that opportunity. And therefore, it's not, it's, Barishim wants me to do the greatest I can be, which is all, for, for all of us, much greater than we are now. But it's still not, the comparison is never to somebody else. And it's all different areas of excellence we can excel. And we have to figure out how we can excel and work on those areas and don't have expectations that are unrealistic. Not for today, not for one year, not for five years. All you can, we can all grow today. We can all grow over the year. We can all grow over five years. We have to put realistic expectations and then set up, set us up, set us ourselves up for success. And then we could hopefully be successful and get closer to the Bernishalit. Now, going back to the Rambam, where he says this statement, which sounds difficult to understand, that someone has more varies, he dies right away. So there's a few ways to understand it. Some of Hashem understand it to mean, literally, I, we just, what do I mean? I, the Hashem, that are alive. So we can answer, as the Rambam himself says, that this judgment is done by the Benishalel. Meaning, your guy looks like a bad guy, but maybe... The Rebbeinu sort of either didn't give him a choice to a certain degree to be how bad to be, 
or he just, this is from where he started from, he's okay. So it's not a raya that Hitler's alive. That's Hitler's an extreme example, because he's more than Russia, he's a, a nace from Hashem. Hashem put him there to do what he did. So, uh, nobody has that power to act against Klai Yisrael on their own. It's because the Bereshim wants it to happen, for whatever reason. So that, so that's, but even a guy, you look like, what do you mean? The guy, that guy I know is a terrible guy. But maybe he's actually better from where he, uh, according to his ability to choose, maybe he's actually doing pretty good. So we can never judge other people, even if they look bad. That, that's one answer. No problems with that answer, but that's one answer. These are all answers from the Kadmainim. Again, this question is discussed in the Rambam, the 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 the, the, the Ravid, the Katsa Mishnah, the Lecha Mishnah. We'll ask this question. Another answer given by them is that this judgment the Rambam is talking about is not the judgment of Rosh Hashanah, it's the judgment of at the time of death. There's two judgments, as we've seen in the next halacha, and it's Meduik and the Ram, the, the judgment over here he's talking about is the judgment of when you die, and when he says that you die right away, he refers to the next world. The Ravid gives a different answer, he's not going in the Rambam, but he's going in the Tzgemar that, that the Rambam is quoting, that means you die, it means that right away there's a Xera that says, or a Din that says that you will not fulfill your, not, not fill your allotted time. I mean, that's what you were supposed to live for originally 100 years, whatever it means originally, and then you do this, and then you get it down to, I don't know, 46. So that's, that's what it means, that you die right away. Okay, we'll continue on the Ram Halacha Someone who says, those mitzvahs that I did, what a waste of time. I should have never done them. He loses all those merits. So very interesting halacha. If you say, what a waste of time, all that chesed I did, all that davening, all that learning, what a waste should have been earning money. Yeah, well, I don't believe Hashem anymore. So the, the Ram says, the Gemara says that you lose everything. This leads to a great question. He says, Chazal, without going, without going into the, the arichas of the question, but the Kitzer, Chazal, all over, say what a great thing Tshuva is, what a nice Tshuva is. Do an Avera, yes, Tshuva Hashem, let's it go. But we see the opposite is also true. You did something good. You did tshuva. I mean, you have charot on it. Hashem lets that go too. So what's the big deal? Hashem did that tshuva. Hashem does the same thing when you do good things. So he gives an answer that's very important to understand how Averis and Mitzvahs work. He says there's two reasons and there's two parts to every mitzvah. Menachem, you know the two main parts of every mitzvah? Why you do them? Why do you do a mitzvah? Two parts. Anybody knows? One is because, I say, right. One is, yes. I'll phrase a little differently, but yes. One is that one is to because Hashem commanded. You have to listen, and the other one is because of the effect of the mitzvah, which is bringing you close to Hashem and changing the world and all and and you know in the worlds that we see and that we don't. So he says like this: the chiddush of tshuva is not that Hashem forgives. That people do too. You do something bad, I forgive you. But the Chiddush Yeshuva is that the effect that the Avera has goes away too. 
That's a chiddush tshuva, right? He says, if you ate drank poison, you could do tshuva, but you're still dead, right? And aver is poison; it affects you and affects the world. When you do tshuva, right? The the all not only is your you don't get punished for it, but the effect of the avera between your relationship of Hashem and in the whole world that we see and we don't see, that also goes away. <coughs> Mashainkin by mitzvahs, he says it's not true. True, if you toyal erishonis, if you do you know kilu tshuva on your on your mitzvahs and say I shouldn't have done them, you don't get merits anymore. You don't get reward for it, for it. But the good that it affected, that still exists. That he says the difference between sort of the, the tshuva on averis and sort of the tshuva on mitzvahs. It's very important to, for us to realize what a mitzvah and the point of an, a mitzvah and averis. The point of a mitzvah is to bring us closer to Rabbani Shalom. There's much more that affects that we don't see based on, if you learn Tzvarim, Akdashim, that how much it affects the world around us every time, how much it changes and inspires the world around us every time we do what we're supposed to do. And Avera is not like that. I had an interesting question. So it says over here, if you do, if you have Harata on your mitzvahs, you lose your mitzvahs. Right? So this guy's 40 years old. He was in Kaldo his whole life. And then he said, eh, what a waste of time. Now I can't get a job, any money. Shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have gone, gone to school when I was 22 and never learned anything. Right? So he has Harata. I don't know if that's complete charata, but that's, you know, that's a guy who comes right, fine, off the derech, yeah. Um, and then, a few years later, he comes around to inside his senses and recognizes again the truth of the world and says, okay, you know, it might be difficult to make a panasa, but for me it was the right thing to do, and now I'll figure it out, right? And he does tshuva and he becomes a tzaddik, yeah, fine. Does he now get back those mitzvahs? Any question, Yaakov? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, this worked the other way. <coughs> what, Averis? Yeah, the guy does Averis, does Shuba, and then goes back. So I would say that the difference is the same difference we just said. Which is that when you do, when you have Harata on your mitzvahs, so all you lost was the merits. You come back, so the good is still there, but now I think you do get merits for it because it's part of your sort of your journey to your connection to Hashem, right? There's a famous Chazal that says, right, that certain cases, various come like mitzvahs. What does that mean? How does that make sense? So it's hard to understand, but maybe we can explain it a little. There's a more about about this idea, but to say Pekitzer is that the journey of a person a person is a made up of everything that he's gone through. And if he's doing great now, the Averis had a part in that too. And so the, it's, it's, it's your real, right? Let's say, a, for example, let's say a, an addict, right? Someone who struggled with addiction for many years. And then he rides a ship and he becomes a, a successful and good person, right? And then he becomes a drug counselor, right? So he's a better drug counselor if he has other, all the other requisite skills than a guy who never went through it, because he went through it. It helps him understand the whole the whole sugya, right? And with the, what, what a person's going through. So, so too, when you do Averis, it's not just, and then you come back, it's part of who you are. And it becomes, sort of, it inspires your Avodah Hashem now, too. And we could use that on our level also. 
the things that were failed in, we should use that as inspiration to do to good. You read the Tzarech Aliyah. As we explained in the beginning, part of the idea of you read the Tzarech Aliyah is that you sort of have to like, it has to be like a big Yerida to be able to like really realize how bad we can fall and how bad it feels for us, how much, you know, when we do fall. Just a little bit, we just let it go. When it's big, we say, oh man, this is not what I want to do. Right? So those, you read this, big or small, affect our journey and make us the great person we are now, hopefully, through that. And therefore, in a certain way, it's not it's because it ends up helping you when you're closer to Benishul. So this guy, if he did he did mitzvahs, then he had charata. So he lost uh, he lost uh, the reward, but he still that effect still is there. And then he goes back. So now, sort of, that all comes to become who he is and connecting to Hashem. So I would say, I would venture, can we have any proof at all, that you do get them back. Mashenken Averis, once you, if you do, again, the question was, if you do tshuva, so you wipe them away, and then you do mitzvahs, and then you do, what is the case again? You go, but you, well, you're right, you do tshuva, and then, and then you fall back. You fall back. And you basically, you regret the tshuva, basically, right. you did, and are like, oh, no, this was some good Averis I did first. Right, so, so I don't know, it could, so it could be, according to, 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 to it says, it totally wiped them off. But in, in the idea of how it affects you, it would seem that you probably now enjoy those areas too, but I'm not sure. Okay. Fine, we'll move on. Just like a person is judged at the time of death, where he will go into for eternal life, and how what level he will be, so to every year a person is judged. Someone who is found to be a tzaddik, which means you have more mitzvahs than ever, as I'm explaining before, he's nechtam for life. Mishanim tzirasha, nechtam lemisa. Vabeini, toil na yom kippurim, you sort of, they, they, you're held out to yom kippur, master tshuva, nechtam lechayim, vimlav, nechtam lemisa. If you do tshuva, then you inscribe for life, vimlav, nechtam lemisa. So, again, what does life over here mean? Does it mean life and death in the physical sense? Or does it mean life and death in the spiritual sense? Or does it mean life and death in the physical sense, but not complete life or death, but just success and not success? Or does it mean in the spiritual sense, the ability to success? And I would say it means all of the above. It depends on the person. Sometimes it means literally life and death. Sometimes it means pain and difficulty in life. In Ruchnius, in, in Gashmis. Sometimes it means in Ruchnius, we get judged even more important. Often we only think about the judgment of our physical judgment on Rosh Hashanah. But even more important is our judgment for spirituality. We can only get as far as the choices we have in front of us and the settings that we're in. And, 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 and our, and our, we only, if Rabbanisham has to give us the opportunity to grow, right? Let's say someone, you know, you know, someone has a, a a sick child, right? That just could, just say one of many things that could just make you not have the head to be successful in much. Not in Ruchnius and not in Gashmius. Right? Anything can 
make you, a lot of things can make it very difficult to succeed, either in Rosh Hashanah or in Gashmias, or both. So our dinner Rosh Hashanah is not just about Gashmias, but even more importantly, it's our opportunity for Rosh we should remember to daven for. The opportunity for growth and all that, right? So, so all those things are judged on Rosh Hashanah. And it's, there's, there's, and, and this, Rosh Hashanah is a yamtif. And it's a, it's a complicated yamtif. In a way it's happy. In a way it's scary. Which one is it? Ben, which one is it? Happy or scary? It's a, it's a, it's scary. I wouldn't say the word scary, but it's where the Chazal, the the, the Mepharshim claimed the idea of Gilu Berada. Right, rejoice in trembling, which means that a full recognition of the din, and rejoice that you have the ability to come to the king to plead your case, because if you plead it right, you win. So it's a, it's the marshal given is right. If you have a Let's say you're you're you got uh, you 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 got sued, or you're suing somebody else, and you know that if you prepare properly and you hire the right lawyers, you can win the case, right? And you've been preparing you're preparing for already six months, right? And now the day your court case comes, are you excited or scared? And the answer is both, because it's five million dollars. You can you don't really don't want to lose, but you're excited because you know that you prepared right and you did what you're supposed to do. You're gonna win. Now, it's always a can't be 100 percent confident because it's all the books are open in front of you, right? You gotta, you know, you can you put in the proper preparation, but you actually have to pull it off. So, so too, that's the feeling of Rosh Hashanah of Gilu Barada. So, Rosh Hashanah is a day which we're gonna get judged for the whole year. There is a sugging, complicated sugging Rosh Hashanah, and I can go into now about Adon Rid Mechal Shah, Adon Mechal Yoim, but in general, what's brought down in Halacha is that you judge, or the final judgment for the year, or the overall judgment for the year, is on Rosh Hashanah only. Meaning, that sort of the the din is held off till Rosh Hashanah. So, everything for our next year is going to be decided this Rosh Hashanah. If we really process that idea, and inculcate that idea into our psyche, that everything from the next year our success in Ruchnius and Gashi with the Sarah Shoshana, then we would get to work, or, or we would all be working harder than we are. So we should try to process that idea and think, be misbeidin in that idea that our judgment, everything for the next year will be decided in two weeks from now. Everything. And therefore we must put in our best effort to plead our case correctly. And as we explain, we'll explain again, but we said, and the Bernsham gives us, sets us up that we are judged on our best behavior. Shana is the time where we're the best. Hashem says, that's your best, that's how I judge you. He understands the failings of man and sets us up for success and gives us the opportunity and says, you'll be judged on the optimal behavior for the year based on how the best you can be. If a person doesn't do that, ignores the opportunity, you know, as we said from Iri, Ein Lechel Belkeisra, it's taka a terrible, a terrible, terrible, you know, misuse of the opportunity. But the Bereshim is telling us, we know, the Bereshim knows our, our our struggles, but we will be judged only on our best behavior. It's a very important under, uh, idea to understand. 
even though we have failings, Hashem will judge best behavior. Therefore, we have the opportunity to do to next few weeks to really get to the highest level we can, and our judgment for the next year will all be based on that. And we could we could we could clean our slates and wipe away every avera, best and our best behavior, Mr. Hashem, over the next time. Stop here. Shalom Aleichem, this is Menachem Weinberg. This Yorum were given in Yeshivas Ahavis Atera, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahavasatera.org. Thank you.